I'm Zach. I'm Riff. And I'm Kevin. It's time for episode number 104 of Video Games Hot Dog, the podcast about hot dog. How's it going, guys? Going pretty good. Yeah. I'm feeling feeling pretty hot dog. Are are you? Yeah. Yeah. I've done basically nothing. That's not true. I uh, we we released a video game for sale. The, the, the wow! So you're just jumping straight into news. You don't like it when I talk about segments, no and segment violations and segment breaches. Segfaults. If I was a worm and constantly talking about my segments, you'd be really grossed out. Yeah, you'd be like, "Why am I working with and friends with a worm? Yeah, why is there a why is there a worm in that chair? How is that worm talking? I cut him in half, and now I have two bosses. Oh wow! Oh. Yeah. That was that, that 180s sitcom, My Two Bosses. Yeah. It was about that worm boss that got cut in half. Yes. Do they... Can you make an infinite number of worms out of a worm? Do I they grow? Do they grow mm, back I, their lady half? I believe that if you cut a worm in half, you will either have two halves of a dead worm or one short worm. That what is, about a round worm? Uh... What about a round worm, Kevin? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Will you also and... have one of those? <laughs> <clears throat> what was that great joke? Oh, uh, yeah. We were talking about you too, and you asked if I had come down with a case of Bono nucleosis. <laughs> yeah. Okay, that's actually pretty funny on reflection. Do you think? But... Do you think Bono is patient zero of that disease, or is it just a coincidence that it's named that? Oh, I just assumed it was like, oh, this is a disease that makes you like Bono. It used to just be called asshole disease before Bono was born okay. and became famous. Like Lou Gehrig's disease? Yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah. Before that, they just called it, what? What? Why is this guy shaking Who? and then dead? <laughs> oh. Yeah, and then later. What is Lou Gehrig's disease? It's I ML- know, MLS. Isn't that, doesn't uh, Stephen Hawking have Lou Gehrig's disease? I don't know. I think they should rename it Stephen Hawking's disease. Yeah. You should name a disease after the most important person who has oh, it. I thought you were going to say the most recent person to have it. I was oh, like, wow. Yeah, that, that would be so really confusing. confusing. Yeah. It's like you, like medical school would just be Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> you never know. The quizzes the, the quizzes would be really hard. It's like, nope, sorry. What if it changes in between when you, you answer the question and when the quiz gets graded? Nobody would ever become a doctor ever again. Maybe that's a Maybe that's a new purpose that we can put all these stupid phone books to use for is just disease lists. Just lists yeah. of diseases. Just whoever, whoever <clears throat> has the disease, you Every write it in gets... next to that person's name. I'm uh, glad that there's no disease named Stan Dave, one of our uh, awesome Kickstarter backers. Hmm. I wouldn't want to come down with a case of Stan Dave. <laughs> Would you rather come down with a case of Captain Trips or Kickstarter backer Admiral Second Son? Hmm. I mean, Captain Trips sounds like you're going to fall down a lot. <laughs> <laughs> so, I don't know. That could be painful. I hate you guys. <laughs> Comedy. I'm gonna edit out you saying that, and you're gonna you're gonna tell you're gonna tell the joke. I have to tell the joke. Yeah. Okay. So uh, it's 1946. It's the end of World War II, and in his secret ju- secret bunker in Germany, Hitler cocks his pistol. He puts it to his head. And his final words are, the aristocrats. The only problem with that was that the war in Europe ended in 1945. (laughs) But otherwise, it's really fun. He was down there for a really long time. It was like that episode of Amazing Stories where that guy's in the bomb shelter, even though 
Uh, <clears throat> there's not a nuclear apocalypse. It's just that there was a bomb that went off and they put his town under a dome. Like the Truman Show? Sort of like that, except if the, the Truman Harry Show had Truman been Show? Mad Max. Hmm. So the entire thing was a Thunderdome? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I, remember, dude. remember when I said I hate you guys? <laughs> yeah, apparently. Is that yeah. still true? <laughs> well, yeah. now I hate you guys. I, I, two hates for Kevin and one hate for Rip. I'm uh, winning. <laughs> I'm winning. <clears throat> hey, you know who else is winning? Lirio, pronounced Lirio. I guess I <laughs> fucked that up. For Thank you for the money that made WordRealms.com possible. Yeah, we appreciate it. WordRealms.com is the place where you can buy WordRealms, our new game that we made. Yeah. Yep. Everyone seems to like it. It's true. Yeah. I thought you were going to say Especially every Wednesday. Every Wednesday uh, seems every Wednesday to like it. It's on sale for 100% of the normal price. <laughs> We should, I should probably send out a press release about the fact that it's available for sale. I assume yeah. that you had already done that on account of that's your job. Are you going to send some send some free copies to the various people that might review it? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Like I, I would need to actually send that to a person, and so I'd need to have real uh, contact information for mm. them. So I, I sent I, one to Tobold. Really? And one to Steve Gaynor. Mm-hmm. Who then who then uh, gave us a bunch of super thoughtful feedback Dang. on it, none of nice. which we really have the resources to address. Yeah, it was a mm-hmm. bunch of like, have you considered changing all of these things? Yeah, like, you know what I you know what I think uh, is everything that you think, except that the assholes working for you wouldn't do it. And I was like, yeah, you and me, Steve. <laughs> I want to come work for you. I don't really. That game is can, probably pretty you, cool. You want to live in his house? Not my and... kind of thing at all. I don't. I don't. You know, I had my time living in a video gamesman's commune, and now I like having my own house that doesn't smell like rotting food. Which is not to say that every video gamesman's commune smells like rotting food. Yeah, I mean, I feel like they've got a... I, it, it has been my experience that... What kind of maids a, do they have in Portland? Are they Canadian maids? My experience has been that if you have a, a mixed gender split in a living situation, that that, that goes a long way towards... That was not keeping things clean that was not really our experience here though well what do you mean here here in this building in this building that we are in when there when there was a lady here it wasn't really any less filthy uh okay when you have uh, 10 ladies no when you have if you have 10 ladies you cover the floor with pillows and you make them all wear swishy pants a mixed gender split of people paying rent oh so it's my fault no. For not just... being a lady. So when I don't charge people rent, they just dump enormous containers of beans into every corner of the house. <laughs> well, you got to store them somewhere. Well, that's true. And I don't know. And I don't exactly know why that is. Like, I lived in a fraternity and it was all guys. And some of us liked to clean and some of us didn't. But it was just always a mess unless we were about to have a party. Um, but every time, like, so I lived the, in the, six or seven houses after the that. The solution to that is to have a party every day. And... <laughs> And rock and roll all night. And it wasn't always, it was like, it wasn't always the same people who were cleaning, but uh, I I feel like also having having actual social interactions that are not just. Did you consult Dr. Feelgood? Dude. (laughs) Oh my God, you guys are tiny ass. (laughs) Uh, Okay, so now Riff needs to try to do something. 
that uh, Kevin and I fuck up. Oh, uh, I could tell you about an anime I well, watched. So you... <laughs> okay. <laughs> Have you watched any anime? That's probably so. So you know how people always say talking about your dreams is boring, and that is sometimes true. But really, only talking about boring dreams is boring. I would say talking about anime is boring. Yeah. yeah. Do you think that? Do you think that it's inherently true that when you talk about anime, it's boring? Or do you think you just keep watching and talking about boring anime? <laughs> Deja vu. I feel like we've had this conversation before. Mm. Maybe you just dreamed it. I think it's possible that uh, Melissa <clears throat> dreamed it and told me about it. And how Melissa riff- dreamed about me trying to talk about anime. Well, us telling you that, that anime was boring. Yeah. Huh. I, think, I think that might have happened. It's possible. Have I told you guys about shaving my balls? Yes. A number yes, of and. a number of listeners have suggested really want to know. Yeah, that they really enjoy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So uh what have you been up to this past week? Shaving my balls. Yeah. Left every, and right. Every day? Oh, I shaved, both. I shaved both of them. Yes. You know, you don't go just half. You don't you half can't seat. really cuz I mean it's it's like if you don't shave what if you say, "Oh, I shaved my head." Oh, really? Both of them? I mean, cuz there are two lobes of your brain, but they're contained in a, a single container. I guess that's true. You're not you're not shaving the balls. <laughs> you're shaving the container yeah, of the balls. Yeah. Which there's only one container. Yeah. There's only one everything. I learned that from Mike Doty. I mean, I guess yeah, everything in the universe is connected. Congratulations. Yeah. I mean, except for when some things are Chicago and some things are not Chicago. But, hey, speaking of which, you're not going to be in Chicago much longer, theoretically. That's true. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think definitely we're, we're moving to right, San Francisco. Right, you got to get out of there, but you might be moving to a park sure. in San Francisco. A bench. Or a bench outside the hospital. <clears throat> yeah, or maybe we just live in the hospital. Right? That's a, that seems like a totally reasonable solution. I bet you could find a nice roomy dumpster. So it does seem a little weird. The hospital is like, hey, if you're a crazy disabled veteran who can't function, you get a free place to live. But if you're one of the doctors who cares for them, oh, you're going to have to spend a fucking fortune on an apartment. Where are our priorities as a society, Kevin? Tell me this. Explain that. I don't know that the, I don't know that they house. <laughs> they don't necessarily house the veterans. <laughs> Mm, like on a short term basis they might like a, like how you short? could assemble could some veterans room room? into a fort for one of the other veterans oh okay that's yeah true. and it's it's your turn in the barrel yay because <laughs> it's a barrel made of other veterans yeah. keeping, keeping keeping you out of the stinging hail <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's uh, san francisco is known for its stinging <laughs> hail um and the only you know the way that they initially settled san francisco was in uh in uh, covered wagons made of homeless people. <laughs> Jesus. It's the only defense against that stinging hail. Were the wagons made out of homeless people or were the, was it like the Just cover? Just the cover. Yeah. 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 It a, it's yeah. hard to make a wheel out of a And they were pulled dude. by dogs, which they would need in order to fertilize the streets. <laughs> well, I guess that does explain why that. there's shit everywhere. Yeah. From those dogs in the yeah. 1800s. Well, because well, they arrived, and then they just let the dogs run free, and they've mm. just been yeah. roaming in packs ever since, shitting on things. I don't remember seeing any wild dogs in San Francisco. They Mostly come out just at night. Like, oh, oh, okay. Where are they did, during the did day? You see the, did you see the uh, story about the dogs in Moscow that take the, the train into town during the day and then take the train back out to the suburbs where it's like safe to, hmm. s- to live at night? It's kind of awesome. 
they're super smart. I remember there was a there was a story on I think the BBC website maybe about there was a cat in in somewhere in England that would regularly take the bus to a different location and then back home at night. You know, if an animal figures that out, they're totally going to do it, right? Because yeah. if, if there's an advantage to it. <clears throat> we had a cat on the farm Tunes that would... <laughs> drive, the, drive the farm. <laughs> that would, I, and I think this probably happened by accident once where she would sleep up under the up above the spare tire that was hanging under the truck and so just went to town once. Uh, and then we thought the cat disappeared, got eaten by a coyote or something. But then it came back. Uh, one day my mom came home from work and the cat jumped out of the truck and it had a collar and it was groomed and well-fed and Whoa. just migrated back and forth between us and some, and other house? some house in town. Apparently, where wow, it had yeah. a, it had two families. Yeah, it's like one of those one of those truckers <laughs> that leads a double life. <laughs> That's crazy. I've never heard of a of a bi family house cat. <clears throat> what do you think the worst thing about being a trucker would be? Having to pee out the window. <sighs> having not... to pee into Gatorade bottles and hurl them on on the side of the road. I feel like it would be having to drive eight hours every day. Having to pay to take a shower mm. in a public shower. The idea of a public shower, man. Yeah. I don't even want to know what those guys do in there. Probably shower. You think? I think it's probably mostly shower. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I guess you don't really need privacy, right? Because you're in a truck by yourself all day. Well, it's probably it's either you by yourself or you and another driver for having two shifts, right? Is that a real thing? Yeah, they have like sleeping bunks in the back, and they'll take shifts. Hmm. You can't. You, I don't know all the rules, but like you can't drive more than like eight hours or so without sleeping, but in between shifts or whatever. So like they, uh, they can I, have. I beg to differ. I've done that a well, bunch of times, I, legally or or by the company rules or whatever. So they have to fall asleep while they're driving, or they're in violation yes. of the law. <laughs> this is a weird, weird set of rules. I mean, this is why there's all sorts of uh, jackknife trucks everywhere. Did you? There's a fucking just dumping jackknives all over the road. Uh, yeah, was... that that must be really bad luck. Oh fuck, I gotta haul this load of jackknives from from Bowie County, Tennessee to. Um, there was a real headline where, where they in a newspaper knives? the other day that was uh, semi full of fruit crashes on freeway creates jam. Uh, <laughs> Do you remember that? Uh, uh, there was a Far Side strip that was truck labeled sandpaper and a truck labeled matches about to collide with a truck labeled gas and another one labeled kittens. <laughs> I vaguely remember something to that effect. Yes. <clears throat> well, yeah, that was, that was our week. <laughs> yeah. Have we done anything? I, I mean, I got the results back from that art project I was doing where I, results the those those Does cards your art project those have trading cancer? cards oh right the uh when the um the new hd director's cut release of deadly premonitions came out and i bought it but instead of playing it i ended up watching super great friends 100 percent let's play of it instead and i realized that since he had posted it in fairly high definition that i could grab screenshots of it including the screenshots of the trading cards which are like the the collectible goal in within the game and uh get an actual set of trading cards printed 
and I got them back. So when it came time for you to make an original deck of trading cards, what you did was you took someone else's deck of trading cards <laughs> and you it. duplicated it <laughs> precisely. <laughs> well, uh, it was a virtual deck of trading cards. It was a virtual deck of trading cards. Mm-hmm. And he made which it actual. Okay. Precisely, yes. So it it's made, a, made so an it's trans- prop So it's it. transformative. Okay, Corey, Dr. O, whatever you say. Also, I had a bunch of extra spaces in the deck to fill because of number of cards in the in the purchase so i did end up making 30 or so that were that just were a bunch of original of, a to bunch myself of are the of cards Batman? like diegetic to the game like are there are there trading cards of the the people in the game in yes, the game yes and oh that my actually God. super great friend at one point points out that the best way to solve the mystery of who the raincoat killer is it's to get is, the trading is, card is to go find the the only photographer in town who must have been the guy who took the picture for the raincoat killer trading card <laughs> yeah do they do the characters in the game ever mention the fact that they're only one there is one character who is a trading card enthusiast and his side quest is to come back every so often with a great with a over time increasing amount of trading cards that you found and he gives you stuff as as a reward for letting him see your trading cards why is like, there one of him do you, yes. do you does he react to it nope <laughs> do you react to the fact that there's a trading card of yourself nope <laughs> what the fuck deadly deadly premonition is a game that in many ways is genius <laughs> It was amusing watching you play it, but it was confusing as well. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Was it just one person sort of going nuts with a story, or was it? Uh, well, a team I mean, people. I assume Sweary, which is the I don't know the guy's actual name, but his his nickname is Sweary, and uh, is it because he curses a lot? Well, it's not spelled that way, but then he's Japanese, so it might be a mistranslation. But uh, I'm sure. He, I mean, he didn't do all of it himself. There was a team. I don't know. I don't know uh, was how it, how in charge he was. Was of it all in? It. Was it in Japanese originally, or is it was it in English to to begin with? Um, I I mean, my assumption would like be is that, is that it was you a Japanese. Yeah, my assum- I don't know, but my assumption is that it was a Japanese game first and then was westernized. Because isn't that typically i don't know happens. well because it's like it's set in a western environment yeah. well it's, so. it's hey, you have a six shooter and you go into the saloon uh, no it's like i it's mean like it, pacific it, northwest or something yeah right? but that's it's also because it's twin a peaks. huge twin peaks pastiche sure so so it would have to have been well but then by also doing that would maybe it was originally in english possibly right because i feel like that's but i well i mean i'm sure they had they had Japanese voice acting for it in Japan, right? Maybe not. Maybe that's what makes it that much weirder. <laughs> so nobody in Japan had any idea what was going they, on in this game. There's people that speak English that I think they probably could have gotten into it. <laughs> not that anybody knows what's going on anyways. I was surprised at how cheaply uh, you were able to get some fairly good quality yeah, it was, uh, custom playing cards front and back made. Yeah, they were, they were pretty high quality cards and there's... Uh, different uh different images on all the fronts and all the backs and every back is different too uh yeah mm-hmm. oh wow and uh and it's 14 bucks a deck. it was like 14 or 15 bucks each for a 90 card deck and then four thousand dollars to ship it <laughs> yeah it was like 
I, I can't really say offhand. <clears throat> I want to Are you say worried that the reason that it I'm is so sure. cheap is because they employ child labor? Each, each one possible. is hand drawn by a child. Yeah. Wow, they're they've got some really Consistent. good. Yeah. Well, you, they have those machines where you you know you put a pen in each one, oh, and right, then right. you draw the thing, and it draws like there's auto copy. Like there's five pieces of chalk things that they had in grade school. Did you end up? Oh, getting... I always just thought that was a reappropriated menorah. Did you end up getting one of those camera lucidas at all, or did that? No, it it it, uh, it was sold out by the time Even I found the, the second run. The yeah. second was also. I don't sold. I don't what know if I would have bought lucida? it anyway. I mean, it's a really neat thing, but I don't know if I would have gotten enough use out of it. So, like, I don't one do of the, a lot of drawing. The earliest forms of like figuring out how to draw was a camera obscura, which was just a dark room with a pen hole in it, projecting an image on the back wall, like upside down. Um, but another sort of ancient tech for drawing stuff was to get a prism that you would look through and you could see simul like superimposed your hand on the paper and something that you were looking at so you could draw the lines uh like effectively over whatever yeah. like you were looking at in real life um and it's so you were able to just trace trace real life trace basically. a scene okay yeah and it's hypothesized that that's how a lot of masterworks were made like a lot of the like most realistic art was made with the camera lucida. You know, speaking of similar things to that, uh, did you see where they there had been reputed that the Vikings were able to navigate even in cloudy skies via this legendary sort of sunstone thing that they had, which would always I heard that. they seem they they had some navigational aid that would always know which direction the sun was in, even when they couldn't see the sun. Huh. Huh. Um, and they think they found one. It was just a, this piece of, it was like a sort of a rectangular piece of quartz crystal or something that d just had some light polarizing property oh. that made it so you'd put it on a surface and when it was, when it was That's aligned with the sun, brilliant. it would yeah. project a little, oh. a little line. Of course. Because huh. yeah. the, the rays of the sun are still coming from a direction, even though if they're scattered by clouds, there's, there's going to be something like a predominant direction to the rays of the sun that's pretty neat that's really clever yeah good old vikings good mm -hmm. on you yeah i mean the chinese they just had the always east pointing wagon oh that thing's whatever. crazy yeah <laughs> yeah i mean that's great until some and the, i mean if i was in that party i would every night go pick it up go and, and rotate it, it a little bit yeah, yeah without turning the wheel just because haha f you science i'm an agent of chaos of course I would probably have been more collective-minded had I been a Chinese guy. Hmm. You think? Yeah, would, you have a, would you have had a longer view of history as well? I wouldn't be such well? a daredevil. wouldn't be such a lone wolf. wouldn't <laughs> be such a loose cannon. Oh, also, they invented the loose cannon. <laughs> um, it's, it's just basically like a cannon, only shitty. <laughs> it's like, wow, that barely fired at all. Yeah, well, I mean, <laughs> it's right there in the name. <laughs> you know, it's just really... We should really consider tightening this thing up if we want to use it. Tighten up the cannons on level kill three. Our, to kill our enemies. <laughs> uh, have you guys been playing any <clears throat> video games? Yeah, there was something I played. Was Somebody, it Pudding Monster? Start... Oh, no, I remember. Yeah. I it was the thing I tweeted about. Um, the Starship Damry on the 3DS eShop. You said it's no... Uh, yeah, the, when you pilgrim, when you start it up, it, it gives you a black screen and the space the, speed, space speed, sp <laughs> pilgrim space speed. Yes, star goose. 
Uh, it says um, this game has no tutorials or explanations. Part of the game is to figure out stuff on your own. The I'm, game I'm is the tutorial. But uh, and upon seeing that, I was like, right, I'm sold. I love a game that you know doesn't that, explain anything. that doesn't explain stuff and expects me to figure it out. <clears throat> but it turned out that. I mean, there isn't really anything in it, it to figure it out. Yeah, uh, it's it's a pretty standard. I mean, the in, the the very I I can't talk a lot about it in detail because what little interest there is in the game is in seeing it without any preconceived knowledge. But uh, most of the game, after you get past the in, initial introduction, is a fairly standard like not exactly a point and click like a LucasArts thing, but it's moving around first person in an environment you just and click. you find an object and you don't then point you at stuff. take you that click. object to another place and that unlocks the next thing, you know? So, okay. So that's, that's very adventure gaming. Yeah. It's, it's a, it's a basically a first person adventure game, but it's not tricky at all. Huh. It's, it's not like figuring out a mist machine or anything or escaping a room. Yeah. Do you, do you think that there is a categorical difference between figuring out a mist machine and figuring out what the fuck is going on in Starseed Pilgrim. <laughs> I mean, because I, I kind of think that there is, but I don't know. Hmm. Starseed Pilgrim know is can... more of a set of systems, right? And Mist is a set of authored puzzles, right? Isn't that kind of a, like a meaningful distinction? Starseed Pilgrim eventually distills down to a set of authored puzzles. Well, but... The solutions are by using a bunch of... I mean, okay, I've not played it yet, so I shouldn't talk out of out of hand, but, like, watching watching the little bits that I've seen you play... Well, I never got to that point. Okay. So, All right. yeah. it. I mean, Super Mario Brothers didn't have a tutorial, but you would not say of Super Mario Brothers, like... You were expected to figure things out. Yeah, because, yeah. I mean, it, you know, you, you, you only have so many inputs, and it's not that complicated, right? Your, right? your set of verbs is not real. And it's like, you're pretty clearly, because you can only go right, you're pretty clearly supposed to go right. And I could imagine you playing an entire game of Super Mario Brothers without thinking that if you touched an enemy, you would die and never jumping on something, and that making it really hard for you. I don't know. Are there any places that you have to jump on an enemy to hmm. pass? Eh, probably not, but I think you would do it accidentally. Yeah, uh, sure. You at would, a certain you point. Would, you would almost I mean, there's also an instruction manual with Super Mario Brothers, right. which there is not for a missed puzzle. Otherwise, it wouldn't be much of a puzzle, right? right. It would just be like a oh, task right. that you got to perform. So this game... Starship. Probably Starship they were just Jefferson. like, should we make a tutorial? No, that doesn't make any sense. Oh, let's make a statement about how this game doesn't merit a tutorial. Well, maybe that maybe yeah. it wasn't even trying to be a statement. Maybe we just interpreted it that way because that's where our our minds are, yeah. our zeitgeists. And I don't want to. I don't want to sound like I'm dumping on it. It was. It was a. You enjoyed it. Yeah, it was a pretty enjoyable three hour game. What was it called? The Starship Damry. D a m r y. E y. Okay. It's like the starship Damocles. Uh, I've been playing uh, Pudding Monsters. It's pretty fucking great, actually. Really? <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, it it's, is pretty good. It is by Zeptolab, the people that made uh, Cut the Rope. Okay. Um, and Cut the Rope, I find to be a, a really solid game. It is mm -hmm. extremely simple, 
a, you know, a series of puzzles with a little bit of extra stuff going on. Um, it was, it was one of those that I played pretty solidly for a couple of hours and enjoyed it and then put it ever, down and never put it down back, and never yeah. went back. They, I mean, they, every now and then they'll release a new level pack and it's a bunch of different mechanics and just sort of interesting novel I stuff. I mean, it's no move the box. Sure. <laughs> Thank God. It's no, you have to burn the rope. Um, but uh, uh, it's good. no pick up the phone booth and die. <laughs> it's no don't shit your pants. It's don't no shit your pants the, is It's no great. get the potato. That's true. Hmm. Shoot! It's no shoot cars, shit one. pants. It's not, it's not the, car and cars auto. So I've learned that my new uh, approach to Ludum Dare is to go and just play the games in the humor uh, category. Oh, I yeah? rated the most highly for humor. Yeah. Uh, Although shoot cars, shit pants wasn't all that funny unless I was missing something. I, I mean, at no point did my dude shit his pants, so it's possible. Yeah, I was you missed half, half the game. The game. Yeah, like <laughs> there. There was. I'm sorry to interrupt you. We'll no, get back, all right. We'll get back to your pudding monsters. There was a game in the. They finally published the 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 winners of the of the compo. Was were all the games that were made in the compo? I don't remember because that's a, a couple thousand games. Yeah, I don't exactly remember how that works. There's the jam and the competition, and you can. So I think the competition, everything has to be original. The jam, you just sort of do whatever you want. You can use code from before, uh, I see. right? You can use outside uh, art assets and stuff. Although in the in the competition, you know, there were there were there have been tools that were made to facilitate that kind of stuff. Like SFXR was made for for Ludum Dari. That that just like beep boopy oh, right. video game sound effects maker which is super great it's like just got all these categories like power up noise and it does a, a sort of a typical thing and you can you can sort of deform all of these different oh, nice feeds that go into the thing and and the the cool thing about it is you can like all right i want a coin sound or whatever but i want there to be three different very slight variations on this coin sound so there's a button that you can press that just does a very slight mutation of the sound. Hmm. So like takes a little longer, or it pitch bends a little more, or it shifts the whole thing up, or adds a little noise to it, or whatever. So it's it's neat. Hmm. It's, it's what was S- that called again? Just SFXR. Okay. It's it might only be for Windows. I think it's just an executable. But I I, I think on reflection that that is the difference between the competition and the uh, and the and the jam. There was a game that. Uh, the game itself didn't consist of much, but what you were supposed to do, you opened it in a browser, and then you opened another browser window with the same URL, and it gave you like a light world and a dark world version Ooh. of this point and click really puzzle where you you would like pick something up in the right and then drag it over to the left, and it would be a different thing like oh, fire on nice. one side was water on the other or or whatever, and it almost nothing happens. In this game, mm. it was just like this this sort of proof of concept. Yeah, that sounds thing. really neat. Yeah, when it, you say drag something over, what is that? Well, you mean? click on something in the right side, and your cursor turns into something while you're in that version. But then when you drag the mouse over to the left side, it recognizes. Yeah, it? it knows that you picked huh. something up in the right. Like it's wow. Yeah, it's yeah. I don't have a real good understanding of how it works. What the tech is? Yeah, game, that's but. neat though. Anyway, anyway. I'm sorry I interrupted your pudding monsters. That's all right. It's a. Uh, did it cost two hundred and forty dollars in the app <laughs> store? It did not. It should have, but it, it was free. Um, it's Wait, like really? A, yeah. Oh, I guess that's why there were ads. Yes. Didn't you download it? Yeah, but I don't. Look. You don't even look. No. You don't notice. 
I, I mean, something that somebody recommends. If somebody says, hey, there's this game on iOS that you should play, I don't care how much it costs. Like, there's no, there is no price point on iOS that I'm going to be like, that's too much money for this experience that somebody told me that I should have. Because Note to self, make a <laughs> suite of $999 games. <laughs> Recommend to Zach. <laughs> um, it is a, it's a puzzle game. You, you probably would like it, actually, Riff. Uh, it's similar to like a Sokoban or a, or like a you know sliding block puzzle kind of thing. You know, where the floor is ice and you can only slide, you have to slide all the way. Yeah, you right? hit, you so hit you, obstacles to stop your block. Okay. And if, if there's no obstacle, it slides off the screen and that you need to start so over. So like that one that we were talking about before that isn't trees? Um, similar... But but different because that one just moves up like one space and then stops or okay. slides over ice or whatever. This one just continues to go in the same direction until it hits something. Um, but they so like it starts off very simple and then they just keep adding layering mechanics on top of it, um, which is really cool. And then they the the thing that is probably the neatest about it is the to the win condition for. A level is to get all the blocks co like co-located so that they form sort of a giant glob okay. um, and you can do that anywhere on the map um, that you can manage it uh, but there are three stars on the floor in some location and if you are covering up those three stars you get you get those three stars and at first you're like oh well that's you know like the right solution you know in, in quotes <laughs> is to have to cover those three stars right and sometimes there's multiple options there's multiple ways to do that but uh, like that's the way to win or whatever. But then eventually you unlock a mode where it's like, well, actually to get the, to get a crown on every level, you need to beat it with, um, every possible number of like configuration of stars. So like, so like on, on most levels you can get zero, one, two or three stars. Hmm. And so really beating the level is getting all four states. Ugh. No, it's great though. Cause it's like each one becomes like the same level. Like getting the three stars could be trivial, but then getting one star is like really uh, tricky. Okay, and it's so it's like it, it, it without having to make a bunch of additional levels, they give you the option of going back hmm. and. That and must be some. That sounds like much harder, much more difficult level design. I think what they do is they just make the levels that are satisfying to get the three stars, and then see what other solutions are possible. Because not every hmm. like some of them, it's just the three stars. Like every, oh, every, okay. very few of them, there's only the one way to do it um usually it's all four but sometimes it's just two or three things like sometimes you can only have zero stars or three stars and sometimes it's like you can't it's not possible to solve it without having at least one star Man, i feel, I feel like, like that's not such a that is not such a broad possibility space that you couldn't say just have the computer okay, run through computer all, yeah. try okay. every possible move yeah there's not and, so many blocks and that see if yeah because i was gonna say if you if you were trying to do that yourself, you'd end up having to be really good at those games to be absolutely sure that there wasn't a possibility you'd missed. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the the only levels where I feel like the possibility space expands a lot is there's a couple levels where you shoot your little block through a cloning machine and it spits out three blocks in the other three cardinal directions from the direction that you spit it into. And that can rapidly evolve into a bunch of yeah. additional... Uh, stuff going on so I'm, I'm kind of sad that this game is free I mean there's an in-app purchase which is hints huh. is there an in-app purchase to make ads go away I don't know I would pay for that there might be because those ads are annoying they're not they're not nearly as annoying as other apps like <laughs> I've gotten so conditioned to 
click away ads in other bullshit games like that stupid four picks one word thing okay. yeah i am going to just delete that from your phone while you're asleep <laughs> i know you can't do it i know that i know that there is something in you that once you once you have done 10 things out of a list of 100 things and you see that 10 slash 100 on a screen yeah that there is a part of your mind that knows that it is there and cannot rest until yeah. it is 100 of 100 but I have to rescue you from that shit. That by, just, by just throwing my phone out the window. Yeah. I'm going to kick that out of a movie theater. <laughs> yes. Uh, but I highly recommend it. Uh, it's, it is, it's fun. It's, uh, it's charming. It's, uh, it's well-designed. I, and, you know, I, I want those guys to, to succeed. I feel like they are, they're making interesting games that are accessible on a bunch of different levels. And I feel like this one is, is even, is better than Cut the Rope in a lot of ways because it's, you can get through each level fairly readily, but if you want to complete it all, you've got you've got a, a bunch of little puzzles ahead of you, and it's and like and the fact that like most people don't care, most people will feel a sense of satisfaction just beating each individual level, and whether you know they'll whether they get one star or no stars or three stars, like that that'll make them happy. Right, but the fact that there is a much there is a much, much larger deeper. challenge there if you yeah. want it. It, what do you know about the company? Because I, I got the sense that like I would not have been surprised if this was a Rovio kind of situation it where is they had couple, made it, they had made five hundred games and these were the I don't know ones that, what games they have made before Cut the Rope, but it's uh, I think it's not I don't think it's a U.S. studio. The last year at GDC, the guy um, like the main designer talked about their process of making levels um, and mostly simplifying stuff, making things like they iterate on levels hundreds of times before they release a level pack um, to make them sort of very clean, very not necessarily obvious, like how to solve them or whatever, but like having spent a bunch of time thinking about each level. I, I, I trust them a lot to come up with solid level experiences. This game is a lot more satisfying to me than Cut the Rope. Oh, sure. Because, because of the Plants vs. Zombies versus Angry Birds thing where Cut the Rope is cut the rope is super super analog like it's it's yes. got a really high it's got a really fine granularity of things that could happen and sure. so physics so they right i mean right you saying that you trust them i guess what that means is there aren't a bunch of things where it's like i don't know if this solution is the right solution and i'm just getting the timing wrong right angry or, birds angry birds is is i don't trust them to make satisfying levels because they're I, I'm pretty sure that the way that they develop their metrics for like what whether you get three stars or one star for finishing a level is they play it a bunch of times and then their highest score is what you need to get for three stars or whatever I mean that's which is fine but sometimes okay. sometimes they must you know they get really they get lucky they get real lucky yeah yeah, yeah. cuz sometimes the level is just like I'm like why is this one so and much they're harder probably than else? they're probably not looking at they're probably not looking at player data to see whether they've overshot. They've they've set those those goalposts unfairly or not because they probably they don't, don't care. care. Yeah, you know because most of the players don't care, right? right? It's like dudes like you that are have mental problems, <laughs> and they're like, "Fuck those people." Well, no, dudes like you whose job is making sure that a game is fair and balanced, right? And cares about the sort of like you know experience yeah the, yeah the sort of just like fundamental 
validity of a, of a of a challenge that's presented to somebody. You right. Know? I mean, you spend a lot of time thinking about puzzles and whether or not they are solvable. Right. By a by like a non crazy dude, right? Yeah. That is that is a tricky that is just a tricky problem. Right. It is, it's a, and it's a tricky yeah. problem that almost nobody on earth gives a shit about at all. <laughs> it is a problem that almost nobody on earth is even True. aware of the existence of. Right. And it is the thing that's well, I mean, really m- important. Most people to you. on earth, if you say uh, I'm thinking about a puzzle, they'll be like, How many pieces does it have? Right. So you know. Right. Yeah. No, that's mm, man, yeah. Jigsaw puzzles. <laughs> what about you? I hear I hear Emily's into jigsaw puzzles now. Yeah, she God is. Damn it. God damn it. You I don't can't... like jigsaw puzzles? No, and I and it it like I I like finding to... out that somebody is into jigsaw puzzles is like finding out that it's like finding out that they're real religious or something. It's it just like you probably, I don't know if you would be amused though, or, like or annoyed puzzles. by the way that I do jigsaw puzzles. Cause I will just, I, I will just like look at the, the, you know, we'll, uh, you construct the frame and then I just look at the pieces and I look at the board and I pick up a piece and I put it in where it goes. And I don't like, tradi- like, that's just how I do that. Like it takes, it's, sometimes it takes me a long time to find a piece, but I like, I just, I don't, I'm not. I don't sit there uh, and I try everything. I just so one of those puzzles that's just white or whatever. Yeah, yeah, that's harder. <laughs> that one I probably would have to try it. But that Columbo jigsaw puzzle I have is pretty good. I, I mean, I'm not gonna. You know, this is a, this is just me. Someone is a mystery. Yeah, yeah. critical mystery asshole. Comes a little story. Nice. Because I buy Star Wars Lego sets. Yeah. And I just sit in a room. Yeah. Drinking beer. Putting them together. Listening to podcasts, following instructions, and putting these these Lego sets together. I for whatever reason, like building a model does not strike me as as much of a waste of time as putting together a jigsaw puzzle. Mm-hmm. And I think that is just because I'm an asshole. It's putting... because I am a judgmental asshole and I should really <laughs> I should really get over myself. Putting puzzles together it, it for me growing up was very much like playing cards with people right like it was a thing that you did as a family you'd sit around a table and you would all put puzzles together and just talk while you were doing it right like card card games a lot of card games aren't i don't find them particularly fun or challenging or interesting but Mm. the table banter is what makes it great right like playing poker with a fun group of people it just doesn't matter whether you're winning or losing because you're having a really good time right right and like I would not sit around and play poker with people if it wasn't for money. Huh. They wouldn't play for fake chips? No. Really? Yeah. One of the, some of the would best you, times I have is at, is at our I mean, KOL con. Would you poker. sit around well, playing like Gin Rummy or something that wasn't for money? Maybe. Just a no, different you're game right. I mean, I do like, I, so I like the casino night yeah. because it is, yeah, huh. Yeah, I don't know why. I don't know why I wouldn't be able to do that because you know that's the thing we get dressed up for it. We've hired people to run it for us. That's like a LARP, right? Sure. It's like it's like our, our casino night that we put on is like a gambling LARP. And okay, oh my god, oh okay. No, I've got that's that is a great idea. Okay, why not? Why don't we turn it into a LARP? Turn the casino night into a LARP. Yep. Huh. There we give we give everybody little character sheets. You can choose to do it or not. We design it such that it's participation is completely optional but you have you can have a little mission do <laughs> can be a james bond larp that's what i'm saying yeah, exactly okay. do everyone's the, a secret agent or not uh, okay yeah right all right do the we, we 
bonus points for us yep. if we figure out how to do it without having to explain to all of the dealers, which are just normal, yeah. non-nerd <laughs> jackasses who are just doing their fucking jobs. I, they're great and they're friendly. And if we, probably half of the people who are dealers at Casino I Night, think, if we said, hey, I'll tell you what, would you mind wearing this red bow tie oh. instead of the black bow tie that you're wearing? And if anybody walks up to you and says horse feathers, <laughs> say petunia back right. at them I, I some of those dudes would be like fuck yes i will do that right. <laughs> that sounds rad I, I mean i think that if we can do it if we can think of something that is that doesn't actually involve any involvement from people that don't want to be yeah partaking then that would or be of sweet. making a bunch of difficult and hard to move props <laughs> yeah yeah no it's i, I mean it's got to be something that just interacts with just the people. Okay, yeah. this is pretty good. I, I I approve, and I am willing to budget sixty hours of your time designing this. <laughs> okay, all right. So, maybe, this is this is where the this is where the magic happens. <laughs> um, was that? I forget what we were talking about. Uh, pinochle, I think. Poker, puzzles. jigsaw puzzles, jigsaw puzzles. Yeah, we, we were transitioning into the games that you had played. Oh, and that me, me yes. Zach, me yes, Zach you. had played. Um, so, prior to last Sunday, maybe two months had passed during which I had played five hours of Neverwinter, three hours of which were in the fucking oh. seven-hour period that got rolled back because oh. of their fucking. Auction house debacle. That sucks. Um, that you know, this is they, also, they, nobody really cares about this. But they there was a apparently this affected Star Trek Online too. Uh, same time sequ- or yeah, because it was the same the same back end auction house infrastructure. Uh-huh. Like you could just put a negative bid on a thing and then cancel it and just get <laughs> yeah. Now it just is fucking like it. So there is a part of me that agrees with the people on the forums who are like, how the fuck did you not think of this? But then there is a part of me that has been the guy that didn't think of that and Mm. then was like, you know what? Like, I'm a guy. This is my job. And I made a real slight mistake that under normal circumstances would not have done anything. But the fact that it just ruined this virtual economy means that it seems a lot more important. Yeah. Than a mistake like that would normally be. Um, it is weird. It the fact that they rolled everyone's progress back by seven hours, mm-hmm. regardless of whether they had had any interaction in the player economy at all. Well, they had to do the whole. You have to yeah. do it all or not nothing. I feel well, like. Well, it depends. I mean, they, like I think they were. They probably could have done transactional rollbacks for people. It look, they, they were talking <sighs> like they had individualized logs. You're right. You so, could. We we had this happen once in Kingdom of Loathing where there was just a widespread infinite currency exploit and we decided not to roll back but to make the world into a thing that could handle that having happened and yeah that may or may not have been a good idea I, like we added a bunch of content to try yeah. to deal with it. A bunch of, bunch of currency sinks. and People look back on that as a good thing and not a bad thing. Sure. They, they think of that as a fun event 
that happened as opposed to a thing that destroyed an economy. I I think that making my rationale for it at the time was this is probably not like I drink a lot and I don't always double check and triple check my code before I drunkenly push it out to the live server. Right. So this is probably not going to be the last time this happens. <laughs> like I'm not, you know, this is not one of those like, no, I'm, I mean, I drink a lot, but tomorrow I'm quitting. No, I, I know better. <laughs> I know better than to make proclamations like that. Right. So this is probably not going to be the last time something like this happens. So I would rather figure out ways in which we can deal with the fallout of this stuff than just say, Oh, sorry. Take, taking it back yesterday didn't happen because I was afraid that a lot of people would feel like I now feel about this Neverwinter thing, which like not a lot happened. It was, I lost a couple hours of progress. I, you know, a couple days ago I played two hours of the game and I got well past the part where I was no big deal. Right. Right. And it's like, I got to see the content a couple times. I got new random rolls on all the treasure chests. So like, whatever, I would have been pretty pissed if I'd gotten something real, real awesome during those two right. hours and it mm. hadn't. Uh, I wonder if you could petition them if you, if they would bother. Some people, to... some people talked about that, and there was a like, "Yep, we realized that that would really fucking suck for you." Uh, so I want, yeah, I wonder. I mean, there are there there's they're stupid, and I can't believe I'm doing this. I cannot believe that I keep doing this. These fucking. Oh yeah. I gave him fifty bucks. I gave him fifty bucks because I was like, you know what? I like this game. This is a game so you that have I have a bunch I, of currency. If I had paid fifty dollars for this game, I would not have felt ripped off. Mm-hmm. Like it is, you know, because it's a free game. And it's you're it's like, free. It is free, and it it has it probably had a multiple tens of millions of dollars of budget for development and server infrastructure, and it's a good game. It's polished. It's fun. I've you know, I mean, I've probably only put fifteen hours into it, but I'm enjoying it. So I'm like, you know what? This is worth $50 of my money. So now I have $50 worth of cash shop currency. Took a bunch of steps. I had to open a support ticket. I didn't have to. I opened a support ticket because I'm like, yeah, I went to your website and gave you $50 and my dude doesn't have the, like when I log onto my account on the website, it shows that I have, you know, 5,300 Zen coins or whatever. But when I go into the game, it doesn't. But in the website, you have to like assign it to distribute it to a particular game. Yeah, which is... Mm. now I suddenly feel like I talked about this last week. You might have. Yeah. But uh, this fucking lockboxes keep dropping, and it's like, hey, you want to see what's in this? Be $1.20. I'm like, okay. Because <laughs> it might be something real, real good. Huh. And a lot of the time it's just like there are these enchantment runes that you get that are like they're basically like gems in world of warcraft like you socket them into things and a lot of the time what the lockbox contains is just some like mid-range blue quality ones of those um sometimes you get like have you ever been really happy with something you got out of there uh yeah one thing that i got out of one during the rollback Uh, i got i got a really awesome ring that was a huge gear upgrade for me. And yeah, that ring is just not there anymore. Uh. But I got the dollar twenty back. <laughs> so yeah. No, I I mean Wow. I had forgotten about that. 
until you just asked me. <laughs> until I just poured salt yeah. in your wound. No, I, but I mean, the thing is, it's not that big of a deal, but I'm, you know, it makes me kind of sad that I lost that progress. And while I can be pretty zen about it, I don't expect everybody else to... And I mean, that was your gut feeling too when we had the Infinite Currency exploit was like, I don't want to punish the 80 or 90% of people who didn't have anything to do with this yeah. by removing you know, 12 hours or a day's right. worth of progress. Not because the punishment is really that bad, but because it's just, it's un like somebody will say, man, this sucks. And I would have to say, yes, yes, it does. And, you know, I don't... I, I mean, I stopped playing KOL pretty much with with White Wednesday, which was when... The yeah, that was thing, another... Things went really, really bad for a yeah, while. that was a mess. So... I thought that was the end of us at the time. Um, so KOL ran on two separate database servers, and uh, I was like, boy, I haven't, haven't backed up this database in a long time. Let me... F- clear up some space to, to so I can back up this database. And then one of the ways that I cleared up space was by deleting the entire database. Um, that, I mean, that definitely made it much slimmer. Because I hit the wrong button. It did, yeah. <laughs> um, and, but it was only half the game data. Yeah. Um, and I had one backup from the previous day of half the game data and one backup from like five months earlier of the other half. It, was, it wasn't quite that bad. It was like... Like um like two months. Oh really? Sixty days or something like that. Yeah, okay. But it was still enough time where it, it was, was enough just that a mess. so like a bunch of stuff. If you had if you had happened to have had something two months ago in your closet and today it was in your inventory, then you just have two of them. Yeah. And, or vice versa. Or vice versa, yeah. you would have none of them. And so we spent just like two months of and 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 it was basically like you know what if somebody says they had something like make an effort to check it out but don't be too serious about just give it to them you know like if they're like hey i lost this thing and i'm sure that some people took advantage of that we didn't come out and say that that's how we were handling it at the time but we also just busted our asses and turned it into a world event and you know tried really hard to apologize and admit fault and and make the make the cleanup fun for people yeah and so i mean these neverwinter people they apparently started describing it as like catastrophe catter day and so they you you got a little package with a cape with a cat cat on it i'm like you know this does not resonate with me at all because i have no idea what the fuck you're talking about like you you've made this into like a joke about a cat i guess (laughs) um they gave you know they gave everybody some some xp scrolls see this was the other thing they didn't want to just say like, hey, everybody, here's enough stuff to give you seven hours worth of progress because the overwhelming majority of people didn't play right. during that oh. seven hours. Huh. And, I, you know, there would have been hell to pay, I think, for them if they had only given this this gift package to the people who actually right. lost something. Right. So they had to give it to everybody. So then they had to water it down to the point where it wasn't. They gave out, what, something that was $5 in the cash shop? Yeah, something that I don't think that anybody would pay $5 for. Which makes me wonder if they, in some sort of crazy forethought, forethought, uh, had 
put an item in the cash shop that they knew nobody would ever buy specifically so that they could give it out to people that had felt wronged in some way. And so they would feel like they had just been given $5. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know. I mean, so what, what the $5 item was, was it's like, it's basically like a potion. That's a full HP restore with 50 charges, Hmm. which it's nice. It's, it's possible that there is a level of play at which that is a thing that That would be worth it to you. Right. Maybe, maybe. Right. Cause I mean, that will last me six months of play, probably, if I if I only use it when there's an emergency and I'm out of potions, right? It's, it's hard to imagine using something like that because of my potion hoarding problem. Yeah, but, yeah, but yeah, me too. Yeah, but I mean, you didn't hoard healing potions in Diablo 2, right? No, they're just, I, didn't, they're, I didn't hoard them in World of Warcraft yeah, either. they're just but, a commodity. But that's not a commodity I one. Still that's have, a specialized one, right? I still have that Elixir of Dream Vision that <laughs> many of you gave me. Years ago? Yeah. I've been carrying that around in my Better, inventory. Eventually, the bits on that thing decay. They will. <laughs> they will. I'll, dr- I'll drink it, and I'll be like, I, yeah, "Where the bad fuck am I?" Yeah, yeah I'm in, no, I've like gotten into. I've gotten into some weird part of the server. That <sighs> it would be great if it was if you got to see the server as it was when I made the potion. Oh, man, that would be pretty great. Uh, so I, you know, played some Neverwinter, and then I played some Neverwinter again. <laughs> no, it's okay. Again, winter. I still. What is going to happen is I'm going to end up just opening 45 of those fucking lockboxes, and then I'm going to be like, where'd that $50 go? Oh, and, uh, you know, my hopes of winning the lottery and getting the crazy fire horse or whatever, <laughs> when I could just spend $30 on a super fast bear to ride or something. <laughs> I don't want to spend $30 on a mount. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, can, I can totally see not wanting to do that. Like, it's surprising to me that, that it's a... Like over a dollar to open one of these boxes for a magic item. Yeah, I mean, I've spent I've spent ten dollars on useless World of Warcraft uh, vanity pets. You know that but, is less weird to me. Like knowing what you're getting, you know, and getting something like a vanity pet is less. Plus, odd I to was me. I was I was super up the ass of trying to collect them all. <sighs> I found. I thought that I had lost it. I thought, I thought that it had walked away in my divorce, but it turns out that I had hidden it. Nice. I hid it when I knew I wasn't going to be in the house, but I hid it so well that even I didn't know where it was. And I was cleaning out a drawer and I found the fucking redemption card, the scratch card from the first BlizzCon. That is worth money. Yeah. $1,600 or so. Kevin found somebody on the internet who, no questions asked, will just buy them for $1,600. I'm not going to sell... I would feel like such a dick if I sold it. Because I wasn't there. Like, this was like a guy came by the KOL booth at Comic-Con. He was like, hey, I work at Blizzard. Do any of you guys play World of Warcraft? And at the time, oh, my boyfriend does. And so does his friend. Ah, we'll give him these. And they just handed him... They handed us these two wow. cards that were at the time probably only worth four or five hundred bucks. I don't know that they. I don't know that they were that expensive when we. Yeah, I don't know. You could put it in a little frame and hang it up. I, I kind of want to just redeem it and have the pet, and just yeah, go or, like when I play World of Warcraft once a year, I'll go and like, hey, check it out, guys. <laughs> They're gonna be like, whatever, noob. You probably. It's so cute though, because it's like you know, it's just a little murky. But every now and then, he pulls out a little uh, top hat yeah. and cane and does a little dance. It's so great. <laughs> I was so, I was so relieved to find find that. Yeah. That's pretty great. 
It just it's because I because I like knowing that I could sell it makes it really valuable to me. But I just I I can't. I, like I'm not. Mm. That is when I think about selling it, I think that is not the kind of thing that I would do. Hmm. That is like that is like not the kind of guy who can look at me in the mirror. <laughs> the guy who would sell that. Right. Um, I played an iOS game called Zombies, which is which is really yeah, cute. I heard you guys talking about that, and I downloaded it, but I haven't looked at it yet. Yeah, it's like a Day of the Dead themed sort of a defense game. There there are lanes, and zombies come down the lanes, and you are a dude on the left. You're like a little kid, and you trace a path, and a kid the kid throws an axe. And later on, you can upgrade it to different weapons, like a Roman candle. Okay. <laughs> and then the sparkles from the Roman candle, like, follow the path that you drew and hit anything that it intersects with. As so it it's like, along. but you have, so to, it's like, you have, you have to, to lead. Yeah, you have to lead them. The path can be really long. Like, you can throw it, and it doesn't come back to you for 15 seconds. Wow. Um, but it travels at a specific speed. Yeah, it does. There are power-ups that you can buy that speed it up speed up its return to you when Sounds it's done. Sounds a little bit like kind of Missile Command. Yeah, I guess it's a little bit like Missile Command, except with... With a touchscreen. Day of the Dead, yeah. Day of the Dead-themed um, animal zombies. Cool. In a zoo. Yeah. And you, you only have the one, ever have the one projectile at a time? There are power-ups that you can do that will, like, have a dude fire a gun down this lane and hit, okay. the, hit the guy in the front. Or, and, you know, you can, like, plant a bear trap or you can put some guacamole on the ground so that the zombies will get stuck in it and slow okay. down. Yeah. It's very uh, Espanol. Okay. It's good. There's a cutscene at the beginning that's like, I don't know if this is racist. It's pretty funny, though. <laughs> and then the guy is like, oh, fuck, a zombie elephant. And he pulls out a chainsaw and saws it in half. He's like, little kids, I hate to put you in harm's way, but here's an axe. Go... It's fucking nuts. Kill a billion <laughs> animals. Yeah. And there sometimes there are regular animals, and if the zombie animals catch up with them, they eat them, and then the regular animals rise as zombies, and so it's like you you both want to protect them because they're cute and so that they don't turn into enemies and rise against huh. you. This is sort of like the reason that you want I mean, to protect your friends and loved ones. <laughs> if a bear if a non zombie bear makes it all the way to your end of the lane that's a good thing. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so far it, it's uh, there's monkeys, and then which will rip your face off, right? There's monkeys, and then elephants, which take two step on you, two hits. Yeah, um, I mean, monkeys will rip your dick off. Well, sure, right? Was, like that, that was... is that is what they do is they tear off mm. each other's genitals when they really want to emasculate <laughs> each other. Um, and then in the second world, it introduces turtles, which are like. Yeah, fuck you. I'm going to go into my shell and break your path, and the thing's just going to bounce off oh. and come back to you. So uh, I hope you didn't really want that combo you were setting up. And then penguins, who can slide, slide. underneath your... Hmm. And so there's, like, a weapon that makes it so elephants, which normally take two hits, only take one hit. There's a weapon that ignores turtle being in their shell. There's one that can hit penguins even when they're sliding. Like... It seems like it's kind of the weapons are like whichever thing you don't like dealing with, you can just sort of opt okay. out of that particular obstacle. Yeah, which is neat. You don't have to swap it up all the time to try to maximize. You can only swap it out between levels. Oh, so, okay. so yeah, that's good. I mean, it's possible that later there's the like this level is a pain in the ass because it's all fucking penguins. Right. Yeah. You know, so. Yeah, I don't know. That's a. That's a 
I'm not like in love with this game, <laughs> but it's pretty. You're cool. not gonna marry it. I'm not. Okay. Well, that is what we have been playing. What's in the news, Kevin? We've already gone over some of it. Uh, Word Realms, as uh, as we mentioned, has come out. You may uh, you may purchase it at wordrealms.com. Woo! There's a, there's Check a, it out. Tell your friends. There's a bold buy now. Assuming link. you like it, tell your friends. But you'll probably no, I mean, like it. Just, just tell buy it friends. even if you hate it. In fact, if you hate it, buy 10 copies so that you can send, <laughs> send it to all your, your friends enemies. and say, look at this bullshit. <laughs> can you believe how fucking bad this is? Sorry, buy 10 copies and set them on fire just to spite us. And there was that Neverwinter currency exploit which we talked about um and then everybody's favorite piece of news uh mm-hmm. xbox the new xbox yeah. was announced i i would like to be the only podcast that our episode this week is not about the fucking oh, i don't think it'll be i don't nobody cares i like yeah, i said i don't have forums, anything to wake, add about wake it me up when i can go to a web page and tap into all of the xboxes that are pointed at naked high school girls until then i just don't care <laughs> even then officer <laughs> I don't care. Uh, and then the only other news that I wrote down was that uh, Yahoo is buying Tumblr for over a billion dollars. <clears throat> the only thing that made me sad about this whole story was that they only paid $35 million for Flickr. Mm-hmm. I feel like hmm. Flickr was worth a billion dollars. You think? Yeah, that would have been great. I mean, certainly compared to a billion dollars for Tumblr. I mean, it's all about the number of users they had, sure. how valuable that data is. If you're using a free service, you're the product. <laughs> yeah, it's, I mean, it's interesting because Tumblr doesn't really have a bunch of revenue. So spending a billion dollars on something that doesn't necessarily. I mean, did Flickr have a bunch of revenue? No, no, I'm, I'm, I'm just saying that I like the people who made Flickr and I wanted them to have a much more money. Well, sure. <laughs> that, I wasn't saying, I was not saying anything about the value of We the could company. go give them some money. Well, yeah, but I don't have a billion dollars to give them. What, really? No. Oh. Do you want to borrow a billion dollars, Kevin? Sure. Okay. Sure. What are you going to do with it? I'm going to give it You're to... You're not just going to give it to Stuart. Stuart. Yeah. No. No. <laughs> Listen, I've told you about this. I like... He's just going to spend it on whiskey. <laughs> yeah, but he'll probably let me drink some. That's probably true, actually. Yeah. It, it, like, I, I feel like if I had to make a prediction about if I if before I die, I drink... A billion dollar bottle of whiskey. It will probably be because Stewart has a billion dollar bottle of whiskey and gives us some. Yeah. That was really badly phrased. Yes. Let's end this segment. All right. The assignment. Fuck, this is a good game. Yeah, it is. Woo! We all beat it. We yep. all beat this. Played the whole Knights damn of the Republic. Greater, thing. Gr- greater than 20 hour. Yeah. Although <laughs> mine was only 19. I, I finished it in 19 hours. Oh, I like didn't pay eight, attention to 1857. How long. Mine was, was like 42, 35. Yeah, you did fucking everything. Knights of the Old Republic. You know, normally when we do a two week assignment, Knights of the Old Republic. I'm trying to say I'm trying to say Knights of the Old Republic. Knights of the Old Republic. Not to be confused with Kickstarter backer Luke, not Skywalker. Okay. Who's great? We play it for a week, and then the second week, we're like, yeah, I didn't play it anymore. But uh, I got super, super fucking into this game yep. after the first week. Uh, after after that first planet, I didn't think it was going to be that big a thing, because first planet is kind of drab. But I just once played, you, played once you get to Dantooine, three it's, times, yeah. it, it's great. I mean, I was kind of saying you that a Jedi, last week was that yeah. the Terrace is just, is just boring. You know, there, like, is, there is a hole in my heart the size and shape of Knights of the Old Republic. Yeah. Seriously. 
I, be, I I spent so much of my spare time playing this game over the last couple of weeks that now that it's done, I don't know what to do with myself. <laughs> I mean, there's so the sequel. Play, yeah, KOTOR 2. <laughs> no, I got to save that for an assignment next year. Uh, I, was, I was also sort of not hating it, but was not really into it until... Yeah. Uh, also, like on Dantooine, the um, the Metali Sandal like feuding family quest. Mm. I I did that and got sort of a really shitty outcome. And then while I was like wandering elsewhere in that area and came across the uh, the corpse of the right. son, and I was like, oh shit! I wonder what would happen if I found this yeah, beforehand. Yeah. So I reloaded and went oh, back yeah. and like. That quest can end like eight different ways. Oh wow! It is. I did not know that. Hugely variable, and I was like, "Holy shit! How much of this kind of crazy branching stuff is there?" And so I just I started getting more and more into, like, doing something than than saving and reloading uh, and seeing what what else could happen. Do they really destroy Dantooine? You can't go back. Does that so that actually happened? Yeah, it wasn't it, just the they, spot they turns to, off on they your didn't map. Actually, they yeah. didn't just like lie to you and say. No. After I wish you could go back and see the ruins. I also do. But yeah. yeah, I mean that that would be a whole world they would be doing just for aesthetics. Yeah, wow. Well, yeah. Like, what if you found all of their corpses and then you went back and you said, <laughs> like, I know that you think that this other guy killed your son or whatever, but now you're all dead because the Sith killed everybody. So don't you feel stupid? <laughs> yep. And then he was like, no, I'm dead. I don't feel anything anymore. Ooh. What do you mean, me? That isn't a thing anymore. Yeah, I mean, it, one of the possible endings is that those kids uh, are getting married and their families are, like, throwing them a big wedding and buying them a house. And now they're all dead. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I Man. think they ran off together in my, my Yeah, so in mine. You can convince them. You can convince the guy to break it off, uh, which makes the the fathers happier you can they can run off together but the families are pissed at you yeah, yeah I think that's, that's what happened that's to what me. you to me. can that must be the easiest one because yeah. that's what we got <laughs> that was and that was the first one that i had actually as well um you can convince the families that it's actually a good idea and that it will bring them together and so they this they agree to buy them a house and throw them a big wedding um yeah it, and then a bunch of like little variations among those big branching hmm. endings um yeah like there the game is just so awesome there is so much stuff going on and so many different things that you can do and some really annoying mini games <laughs> and <laughs> what annoying mini games uh, the swoop there, racing was what i was thinking it's i it's just didn't really participate yeah, fun i didn't touch that, it but except it's for the mandatory one Super, it's super hard. The first time I got to Tatooine and I was like, oh, I'm going to do this swoop race. And I lost like a thousand credits or whatever. And I was like, huh, I guess I'm supposed to upgrade Practice. my swoop. <laughs> but then it turns out that the upgrade oh, yeah, the swoop was... was all excised from the game. And so mm. people talk about it, but it's not really a thing that you can do. Which I kind of figured maybe that was what was going on when they were like, oh, you should go see this guy if you want some swoop parts. And I went and like. He's like, I don't have anything to sell yeah. you. Yeah. I, uh, it, the game hits every important Star Wars plot beat, right? Every, like, all of the kinds of things that happen in this just, like, science fantasy melodrama mm. thing, you know? Yeah. There's the, there's the betrayal, there's the whole planet getting destroyed, mm -hmm. there's the, like... There's love the, stories. The huge twist. Yeah. Yeah. Um... There is there's Wookiees. Wookiee life debt. Yeah. Yeah. There's um Yeah, he he uh 
the that Wookiee became one of my major characters just because I felt bad leaving him on the ship considering that he had sworn a life debt. <laughs> oh, man, He's... I never, ever, I never took him with me even once. Except really? what, going to Kashyyyk, it was like, don't you think you should take Bodar with you? Oh, did you try Bodar. to leave the ship without him or something? Bodar is, Bodar is the Wookiee and the smuggler companion in the old republic zamboni uh, is, is what i always call him zaldar 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 no, no i took him there but uh, other than that i just never yeah. i always wanted uh, t3m4 with me because he's cute okay um, really he's... yeah and i knew that he probably wasn't gonna create a bunch of extra dialogue mazes that i had uh... to navigate right because i just sort of wanted the, the like the people that bring you bring with you don't usually bring like create mazes they just add color commentary mm. There's a couple, they sometimes do really interesting interactions with the NPCs. I just took Jolie so that he would make fun of me when I won arguments by using force persuade. He's <laughs> like, oh, so that's how you win an argument, huh? I'm like, look, I was right. I don't care, man. I could have just, I could have just tapped one, two, one, two, one, two, one, two until the regular persuade succeeded. But I decided, no, you know what? I know that I want this guy to tell the truth. So I'm just going to force persuade him to tell the truth. And fuck you, Jolie. I had, I had, uh, Lady Jedi squad until until Bastila left. No, it was a little before. It was okay. So the first planet I went to after Dantooine was the water planet, and then after that I went to Tatooine. So once once you go to Tatooine, and I got HK fifty forty seven WD forty. Yeah, WD forty. Oh, God that. So yeah. I, I if swapped. We ever write a robot? That's his name. <laughs> <laughs> I swapped him in for the the cat lady Jedi DD seven, and then once Bastila left, I swapped in the Wookie. Oh, so you were Wookie in HK forty seven? Yeah. Did you have a high repair skill? Did you get to see the? Did you hear all the branches? Like, cause that's no, I didn't do much. That's some really fun. At all. Was, was dialogue stuff? stuff? You can repair HK forty seven and get, you a get bunch to find of extra content. Uh, well, and also, it also realize, powers him up. So apparently, too. I'd never talked to anybody on my ship. Um, oh really? But, yeah, but apparently they're just like one of them is like just infinite grenades fountain. Oh, one of yeah. them is infinite of... spikes fountain. Yeah, cool. there's the completely useless yeah, the thing that, security the, spikes. Another thing that they just excise from the game. Yeah. So there's security spikes for oh. opening doors, which they don't they just implement ah, or not do implement. Nothing. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Um, yeah. You. They, so it's not quite infinite. If you have eleven or more on you, they won't make any more. And if mm. you have more than a certain number like anywhere on the ship like so you can like go to them get have them make 11 put them in a box go back to them have them make 11 put them in a box hmm. but unless you sell them they won't they'll eventually stop making them for you hmm. so um i didn't realize hk47 apparently lets you play a simulation of the the shooting the fighters thing which was not really fun no at all. i was always kind of annoyed when that popped up yeah uh, but it was neat that they, if for people who did like that, that they yeah, let them yeah. do it whenever they wanted. I mean, and it, and that sort of space combat, combat, that sort of space combat is a uh, kind of an integral part of Star Wars. Right. So yeah, like this game was really Star Wars. They did like yeah. a really really good job of. It was basically to Star Wars what Tron Two Point was to Tron. Mm. Which yep. that's an assignment we have to do at Man, some point. I would like I really to play that again. I don't know it. if it's at all playable on my computer. <sighs> so we had a Mac version floating around the office that won't run on but modern. Yeah, it's only on power yeah, PCs. Yeah, yeah. Um, but you could run it. I mean, it's an old. It's a game from like 2002. You could run it on. Is it a Mac only game or is it a was it a Windows game? Did, yeah, it's a Windows game. Is it a Windows? It's, it's Windows, Windows. I played it on Windows XP. Yeah. 
probably um, play it then. yeah no you guys can totally play it on your dual boots but <clears throat> god so the fucking water planet it was when i get to a point in an rpg like this where i'm like uh this is this section's gonna be all talky uh-huh <laughs> like, like it's just gonna be a bunch of like trying to figure out what people want and like empathizing <laughs> understanding motivations and uh, did you do the murder mystery i did okay so i never found the way to start it i, I oh, found it was just a dude I, on a bridge <clears throat> huh i just encountered yeah, him and he I, just i didn't find it until i left the ship with jolie as my companion for the first time somebody comes up to him and was like hey man our buddy got arrested for murder no no so no no, no. the to... murder mystery the murder mm-hmm. like on on Dantooine. Oh no, I'm yeah. Oh. I, I mean the murder mystery on on, on Manan. Oh yeah. No, no, Manan. no I'm talking about the yeah. trial on Manan. No, no, no. Yeah, I'm no, talking no, about no. the murder mystery. There's you come across yeah the murder mystery. The, you come across a Sith. Uh, not Sith. You come across a Jedi who's like, we found it, there's a dead body and two people were found over the over oh. the dead body who killed him and you have to interview them and find out like facts about the case and then you present who you think did it. Can you just force persuade them to tell you the truth? You cannot. And then fuck it. <laughs> this is this is before you're a Jedi. This is in your Jedi training. Mm. Um, yeah, so I guess you you didn't. No, do that I at didn't all. find. I mean, part okay. of the reason that I got through this game fast is <laughs> because I yeah, so. like I don't really have any interest in going and talking to every dude. Huh. Like because it that kind of takes me out of it. Like really, going around and seeing all of the trees and all of the like. Okay, well nah, you, okay, you stop seeing the forest, building a picture <laughs> of this. G- node graph in my head about this conversation is put together oh you mean the tr- the nodes in the conversation in the dialogue tree, okay yeah. i just don't you know i don't know what it is because like i i really liked some of those aspects of this and wh- where i was going with this was like i got to manan and i'm like oh fuck this is going to be all talky but then it was real good and i had a good time with it although it did this one thing that just is one of the most frustrating things that can happen to me in a video game they they say here's a map of town and then they just don't give you a map of town so like normally when it's like download area schematic it just reveals the whole map of the area and sometimes right. they'll be you know like you can buy maps of the places on dantooine but on manan when you start getting involved in the trial they're like here this will help it's a map of town but then it just fucking doesn't do anything it's like they just forgot to script it actually huh. Un- huh. unlocking the map and so they're like oh yeah you might want to go talk to the people at the hotel but you have no fucking idea where the hotel is. And so right. instead of like that, this is one of these things that just take like it completely takes me out of the world because let's say that I show up in a new town and the first guy that I talk to is like, hey, how'd you like to be a lawyer in this important high profile murder <laughs> case? And I'm like, sure. Because <laughs> this is the kind Woo! of thing that happens to me all the time. And then when they say, well, I'll tell you what, there are some dudes in this hotel they fucking never leave. They just stand in the same spot, and they will be there. If you come back 10 years from now, nobody will give a shit. In fact, it's It'll 10 still, years later, yeah, and they're still this there. Guy will still be, the, the guys will still be standing there in the hotel. None of that bothers me in terms of this realism. What does bother me is in that case, when that happens to me in real life, what I do is I say, where's the where's hotel? The hotel? Could you tell me where this hotel that you just mentioned is so that I can go there? But in this video game, I guess I'll just do the thing that you do in a video game, which is I'm just going to go everywhere <laughs> until one of those places is a hotel. And I, that drives me fucking nuts. 
<laughs> when I'm looking for a particular thing and there is no way to find out where it is. Mm-hmm. And I know, I know how big these planets are. I know that this is not, it's not going to take that long to find where it is. But it's just like, oh, God damn it. It does video seem game. a little daunting when you first, I mean, I think I said this again last time as well. Like getting into a new space, it's like at first it's just like, oh, God, this place is really big and daunting. And then, you know, an hour later, like, oh, I know where everything is. And that, but that that transition is kind of interesting. I mean, and it's cool because it makes it seem like the world is big and open. Yeah. But when you're looking for a specific yeah, thing right. and you it's have no, you have no ability to do the just absolute most basic thing that a person would do in a situation, which is to just say, "Hey, do you know where the hotel is?" Like, but if I were making a game, I would not probably support that player behavior, you know. Because, I mean, what do we do? We so You store a flag. All right, you've been told about the hotel, but you haven't seen it yet. So in that case, mm-hmm. let's make a new, you know, so like there's the guy in line at the beer tent and you say, hey, where's the hotel? And he turns around and says, I don't know, faggot. All right. So then there's another guy that you ask where the hotel is, and he doesn't know where the hotel is, but he doesn't want you to know that he doesn't know where the hotel is. So he just makes something up. And so you go halfway across town. You're like, oh, that fucking guy. And then when you go back, when you go back, that guy's not there because we don't want to actually support the like confrontation, which is what would happen if if anybody ever bothered to go back and find the guy that. Oh, this sounds like a great game. No, okay. Yeah, now I'm kind of getting into this idea. uh, I never confront the assholes in stores, the people who work at stores, that I ask them where something is. You're talking about real life. And instead of just saying, I don't know, let me ask someone else, they just make something up and they send you to some corner of the store where there's nothing. Yeah, God damn it. I want to go back and I'm like, you know, but David Foster Wallace says, maybe, you know, they're probably not a really nice person that's just having a bad day they're probably an asshole but you could pretend that they're a nice person that's having a good day doesn't hurt you any true and i'm like thanks david foster wallace I, you know recontextualizing yeah, why don't i why don't i live my life the way you do let's see how does it end <laughs> you think endings are all bullshit anyway so. no i know it doesn't matter it doesn't matter i mean that's the thing like it ends with there not being a david foster wallace anymore so cool <laughs> like Okay, um, <laughs> why have I have some yeah. other thoughts on Knights of the Old Republic. <laughs> that was pretty good, though. Like you, I also the got, trial. The, yeah, the trial. yeah, it was fine. I mean, where are the high-powered lawyer? Yeah, and then yeah, I totally missed out on that because I found I found the hotel right. and, and people talking about you know oh somebody was killed you can't go. Into it's a hotel very specific rooms. trigger. But yeah, I never found the trigger. Which you would to get not involved. if you went there first. You would not. There were not, a little bit of. Yeah, that was the thing where taking yeah, like, yeah, I had to have yeah, finished Kashik and gotten Jolie because Kashik was not, the last plan. Can you not do it to. at all without Jolie? No, Jolie's the trigger. Wow, oh, that man. is. Yeah, I wonder I how much more. I mean, you probably know because you saw literally everything in the game. I saw almost. Did. I saw. I, I'm guessing I saw eighty or ninety percent of the stuff. Talk, I didn't. I mean, I played as light side, so I don't know how much dark side stuff there would be, but. But yeah, in I the wonder, light side, I'm I pretty kind of wonder how well that's supported. I don't know that I want to yeah, commit to know. another 20-hour playthrough. Yeah. Although, uh, I would probably play through it much faster. Yeah, it is probably faster if you just kill everybody. Yeah. Which <laughs> is what you would do. You get right? a bunch more. The way that, like, the, you know, I started looking at guides to make sure that I wasn't missing stuff by the end because I was just running out of time. Um, and they say that, like, as dark side, you end up with, it, it's much faster and you end up with a bunch more money. <laughs> <laughs> so... 
I, uh, that, that murder mystery was a real hairy, uh, labyrinth of potential dark side points, which yeah. didn't really seem, there were a lot of cases where like, how I did get... your, how did your trial end too? Like what was the, re- what was the result? Uh, he was executed. Huh. Okay. It's, I... it is hard to get him off. Well, he did it. I know, but you still couldn't get him off. You can still get him off. Yeah. But that, isn't that bad? No. Nope. I mean, isn't it evil no. to... Is it supposed to be one of those weird gray areas where, like, this is better for the world if you don't? Yeah, because it's really bad for it's really bad for the republic and everything. To... I mean, there, a bunch of things. There were there were several moments where the game was like, you know what? You probably just lost the republic the war by doing the right thing here. And I'm yeah. just like, yeah, whatever. I'll I'll come back at the last minute and save everything. <laughs> like I that was sort that, of my justification. Like there's only one way doing... the end cutscene is gonna go, and so I'm not worried about this. No, I did those yeah, assassination missions. I did like, them too, actually, as a yeah. as a light side character. Yeah, it wasn't that bad to make up the light side points. Did they? So does that like? Is that like a Bethesda style thing? Does it send you back to all the other planets with dudes to kill? It, the, there's nobody on Corabun, but there's somebody on. Um, you have to go back to Dantooine. You go back to... I don't think you go back to Terrace. You can't go back to Terrace. You can't go back to Terrace. You have to go back to... You have to go back to Cash. He's like, I need you to kill this guy on Cashing. And you're like, no, I already took care of that. The Wookiees killed fucking everybody <laughs> as I was leaving. Oh, man. I was so bummed about that because I You found, couldn't turn in that quest. Because I couldn't turn in that yeah. quest. I had, to, yeah. I had to go back I, and redo that whole thing. This was also a thing that uh, happened to all of us. Salvaging the droid did not seem like... A, that seemed like the bad guy option with the droid because the droid was like oh help I'm so fucked up and broken mm. and then it's like fuck it I'm salvaging you and seeing what I can get that was the answer that was what you're supposed to do right. to get the memory banks out of it mm. but it was it was phrased, phrased in a way weird. that made yeah. it seem like the the evil asshole thing to do god this fucking game is you good. did not open the box in the cargo hold I didn't what was in it uh, it's weird it's weird yeah it's neat uh, it's the Lord of the Rings, basically. <laughs> well, The Hobbit. The Hobbit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, sorry. There's it's it's a featureless white subspace with a guy who is imprisoned in it and who has been there for, who, for twenty thousand. Yeah, years. he's like one of the race that you meet in the last. The Rakata. Yeah. yeah, and uh, he's like the first Rakata. He there. he suggests to you that a possible solution is that. He could leave and take your body. Yeah. And you're like, yeah, no. Uh-uh. She's like, okay. So instead, how about we do a riddle contest to see who gets to leave? Yeah. Huh. Yeah. yeah. That's pretty neat. And you can still go and give the hut the box afterwards. Yeah. Hmm. And if you have Candrus with you, he will give you more money because Candrus threatens him. Oh. Right? Like just crazy shit like that. I did not play with Candrus at all. Yeah. I didn't I either. Just, I was... I was afraid to run around with the people with red backgrounds because I was afraid that I was afraid that I would get dark side points as a result of their actions. I don't think that. I don't think which I guess that's it's not a thing that they would do. They they might have considered that. Otherwise, what does the alignment of those characters mean? Right, like why do they bother? There are things that you can only equip as light side or dark side. So okay, so that it it, it influences what they are. Like, there, the, but there are no dark side Jedi's that you can take with you, and I only ever saw well, you Jedi can, equipment that was light side or dark side. Uh, what's her name? Bastila. She Does did, she become dark side at a point where you, she can be in your party? Yeah. Huh. Yeah, that's that's what I'm saying. Like that, like you can, 
there is a there is a place where you can aside with her she she becomes your apprentice and you kill the other jedis in your party huh. yeah like but you, that's you, like end game right? sure but there's there's dark side stuff but there's um there's also dark side um hat and a light side hat i think and maybe, maybe okay gloves. i guess those aren't class specific right i had a real stupid helmet on the entire fucking game oh yeah which one uh that plus five wisdom one that you get from i don't think i got that one something i don't remember where it I had came the from. vulpine the red glass yeah, visor daft thing. daft punk yeah yeah yeah, I mostly I I use the Daft Punk visor for a lot of it, and then I uh, and then I, when I got the plus skill, the crazy like, the thing that you get by saving the guy on the space station from. Oh, uh, see, I didn't do traitors. that. I, I didn't go back there. The, I went there, and then I I just told the Trandoshans to leave because I right. figured killing them would be dark side option. And then he's like, "Yeah, I don't think that is gonna work." Yeah, I'm and like, the, "Oh well, fuck." If you come back. After having gotten all the map pieces, hmm. they are there and attack you. And they are, it's a pretty hard battle. There are seven of them. And they have, they each have a bunch of grenades that they use a lot of. And I guess that was some sort of weird DLC. Yeah, I think on the Xbox it was not originally in there. And then they, I don't know if I think they made it. They added it to the PC version, then and then made a DLC for the Xbox version or something like that. And there was another. There was like a guy who sends you back to talk to another guy in the cantina at Korriban who said you can ask him about the specialty oh, yeah. and he sells items and then there's a bunch of real stuff. expensive yeah. Oh, I didn't. There's a bunch of real expensive higher powered gear that he sells. Didn't encounter this that. This seemed like a it was like a sort of a lesser version or a parallel version of the Yavin guy. Huh, I didn't encounter that guy. But there wasn't any Jedi stuff and there there was never any Jedi stuff for sale on Yavin, which I guess doesn't happen until well, there's the gems. Okay, well, after, after yeah, yeah after. but it, like I right. didn't get to that point. That was interesting. Like those the socket color gems. gems that influence the strength of the modification gems. Yeah. Oh, the, I never found that. That well, that's the those are the there's two only gems. two, and they they oh. were they were sold by that, and it seemed like one of them was maybe dark side. I must have totally missed. No, that not really. They're, they're not really. They're they're both. Um, they both just sort of modify all the powers of stuff. There's also apparently Darth Bandon's light lifesaver i don't think that that's true because i went back and looked at it and it stacks with all the other lightsabers it doesn't stay separate Mm -hmm. so i don't know if that's man i don't know i mean i just i read about it in a lightsaber guide on game facts which could have been bullshit i mean it also could be different in the xbox or something oh yeah that's a good point you know yeah i uh the kray dragon pearl i did not really understand what made it that good is plus attack a lot it more valuable than depends on whether you're hitting everything like like missing something is pr- pretty bad so if you're missing most of the time i mean i used flurry almost exclusively well, so and were I you mean, hitting most of the time no i think i was hitting some of the time okay well then plus attack probably would have been really beneficial but plus three would have been that big of a deal plus these pretty big yeah. Yeah. yeah i mean you're rolling a d20 that's like having so. plus six dexterity Hmm. Yeah, okay. So. Yeah, it was like all strength. Oh. And then. Plus, yeah, I guess. See, strength w- is the way to go if you're a dark side Jedi for sure, because the, those last robes that you get are like plus four strength or something. Hmm. I think I got like the plus six wisdom. Yeah. yeah. That was what I got. Those I mean, nice. it says custom Jedi robes. I wonder if it does based, it based, on, based on class. Alignment. Oh, based on alignment. Yeah. I, uh. Yeah, I might try 
eh, I'm not going to play this again. Yeah, I don't think I'll play it again either. Yeah. Like, I'm curious about some of the endings. So the endings also vary, which this I didn't encounter. Uh, the endings vary based on your romantic relationships with a lot of the characters. It's rumored that there will be an iPad release so we can play Dark Side version when that comes out. I didn't out. realize that there were romantic relationships available. Yeah, you can, if you're female, you can have a romantic relationship with Karth, um, which has a pretty significantly set of, significant set of different endings, which I didn't realize. Huh. Um, you can, like, you can go Dark Side, have Bastla join you, go fight Malak, beat him, come back. Uh, if if Karth was in love with you, he will appear at in the like a whole other cutscene that just doesn't show up otherwise, where he shows up in the um, dock with the Ebon Hawk and talks to you. And then there's a bunch of different things that you can either kill him. I think you can either kill him there or um, you can let him redeem you and you just stay on the Star Forge while you, while you let the Republic destroy it instead of the other evil side ending, which is like just dominating the galaxy and destroying the the republic. Wow. Hmm. So, yeah, the 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 dark side ending, the dark side victory ending is like totally rewriting history of the Star cool. Wars universe. Yeah, so I was like, "Whoa." Um and you can do light side for the entire game and, and then just, just make switch. a couple decisions at the very end yep. and suddenly give you all the bad endings. That's yep. that's a little dissatisfying. Mm. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I guess you can play through it as light side and then just watch all the dark side endings on YouTube. Sure. <laughs> so that's also dissatisfying. I was in everybody had said for years that HK 47 was just this amazing character. And it kind of he's really funny. He is. He is. And I was I just was kind of thinking like the most beloved characters in Bioware games are this guy and then Morden Solis in mm. Mass Effect. And are they both? Assholes? They're both just, they both, they're not assholes. They're just like Asperger's dudes. They're, they're like, <laughs> they are like just no nonsense, just saying everything that occurs to them. And they're right, huh. Walter. They're just assholes. <laughs> um, but yeah, and I, and I just, that's. You guys, I, I have save states if you, if you ever want to see what the like the repair stories are or whatever i've got a save state with the box if you ever if you want to like just run through that too mm. like, I, don't, I don't know if you have any interest in that i don't know man i don't I, since you were playing it as a girl jedi i don't know that you don't, i you have think any you can handle it in that character yeah. okay <laughs> Tur- yeah. <laughs> yeah turns out that well basically everybody because even in the yeah. videos on youtube that i watched everybody was the same thing. There's, <laughs> there's, there's just one female model that yeah. everybody picks so i don't know i played a guy well you're you're weird then everybody everybody picks her okay why are, why were there any other options then in the, i don't in know the character selection to make it feel like you were being special God, so long ago it feels like so long ago that the, i made that you, character you chose your, your face <laughs> god it's a good fucking game it is really fun being a jedi is awesome the, yeah. the force powers are really fun yeah um, that force jump what i i didn't I never entirely class. figured out because a lot of times it wouldn't activate, and I couldn't figure out why. But when it activated, it was awesome. Yeah. I spent a lot of time trying to use throw lightsaber effectively, but it's eh. just kind of it's kind of a waste of a 
waste of those points. I did force wave a lot and just knocked everybody down. And then they, I didn't have that. They were all stunned, which was great. And then I would just go around and just mm. beat the crap out of everybody. And then <clears> the, uh, getting the d- disabled droid. Destroy Disa- droid is yeah. super awesome. I only got the second level of that, but yeah, I, I got the third level of the human version, which was really oh, nice. It's, like, yeah, it's like stasis field on everybody in the room. Yeah, that's cool. So, so Jolie had that and... By the end game, it was like, oh, nice. So everyone is just frozen, yeah. and that is awesome. Yeah. Because um, now flurry, flurry, flurry. Flurry, <laughs> flurry, flurry. I would have liked this game more with a more modern interface. Yes. I would have yeah. liked it more if it had not been a port of an Xbox game. Yes. I think. Um, but I liked it plenty good. I was what willing did, to look past all What did you guys think of all the like math puzzles? There were a lot. You know, they were, were pretty like stupid. A dozen. Yeah. Or like, two dozen. I don't mind a Towers of Hanoi puzzle. But what uh, I oh, mind my is God. A, is that a, Towers of Hanoi. A fucking Towers of oh Hanoi puzzle God. where you solve it by having conversations with each individual pole. That was the worst thing Fuck I've that. ever seen. Yeah, I mean, and I did point. it without making any mistakes, and I was just like, yeah, God damn it. Are not you only was it the worst, me? but it was... Dis- like if you if you didn't know what Towers of Hanoi was, if this was your first experience yeah, with this been... puzzle, what the fuck is? Because the the dis- the description of the rules and how it works is so opaque. So there, like most of the puzzles were traditional puzzles. Like they did not invent puzzles for this by and large at all. Like even mm. so, the riddle, like you know, when I was saying it was like the the Hobbit. Yeah, yeah. was like it is just a bunch of riddles almost ripped out of the hobbit like it's yeah, all a couple of them were directly out of the hobbit yeah, yeah right like and like the the uh that stupid three gallon and five gallon jug puzzle <laughs> right underwater there was the there's a bunch of like just mathematical progression stuff yeah i just started looking those up i didn't have any interest like after the first time when because I, I sent t3m4 into the leviathan to oh, to right. rescue us and went through that whole fucking torture and interrogation scene. And then it, without giving you an opportunity to save, drops you into that conversation with T3M4. And, and I you, got one if you wrong. Fail, it just, it just kills you and wow. all your party members are dead. Wow. And so then you have to go through the entire fucking. He's the only one that has a, scene a, a scenario like that. Everybody else. Yeah. I, again, I went through all of the other really? characters. Yeah. yeah. Nobody else has a puzzle thing at all. But he doesn't. He gets to start with all his gear. Like, mm. he doesn't get his stuff taken away. Although, the, by far the easiest one to do that with is uh, Jahani or whatever. She she just starts off stealthed and then just unstealths and still has her lightsaber. And you can just kill everybody. <laughs> I, was like, yeah. oh, that's I, was, I was surprised. H- I'm like, HK apparently. starts out with his gun still. T3M4 T- is pretty oh, okay. good at shooting a lot of dudes. Yeah, he's not bad. You also, there is a table nearby with a big pile of upgrades for it, which is pretty handy. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I that the one puzzle that I did not understand how they what how the answer was chosen was in that set. It was the zero zero one one zero one. Yeah, I just picked it was the like, one that was, was different. Not, yeah, and that's and, yeah, yeah. But why? Like, like yeah, all the other ones were actual meaningful progressions, and that one was just weird. So yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I was a little dissatisfied with the like derivativeness like would, of the puzzles. Would the game have been better without those in it? Probably not. It would have been better with something better. Yeah. But that is always true of everything. Yeah. I, it's it's like they knew that they wanted some sort of puzzly aspects, but they didn't actually have anybody that could come up with clever and like new puzzles. You know. 
Well, again, almost nobody gives a shit about puzzles. Okay, that's true. I'm, I'm... I mean, they could have had you solve a jigsaw puzzle <laughs> with the force. <laughs> you had to do that floor puzzle where you had to turn all the... Uh, you know, oh, yeah, here's what you do. Weird. You get a prism. Yeah. There is that data pad that tells you, how tells to solve you exactly how to mm-hmm. solve that. But, you know, the problem with that, though, is... There's no the, way to make a regular age. The movement is when you turn around, you yeah. run in a little fucking circle. That's, mm-hmm. uh, uh, man. Yep. I, I, I accidentally saved one time right in front of a, like a door that I didn't really want to go through, but I couldn't back away from the door without going, like... The, if I reloaded the save game and, and tried to turn around, I just immediately walked forward into the, <laughs> into the zoned into the new place. I was like, "Fuck." <clears throat> yeah, I mean, they have made a lot of progress in making a sort of like a comfortable navigations of 3D spaces that don't look stupid, right? They figured out how to do a little shuffling animation that makes it so you can just spin in place without it looking awkward right. or artificial, and now you can just do that. Like every Every time I try to move around in a third-person thing on a PC and it doesn't work like World of Warcraft, I just get mad because, look, they, guys, figured, it they out. figured this out. Just just do this. Just support this. I don't care how <laughs> you feel about World of Warcraft. Just support this because your players will appreciate right. the consistency. Yeah, having all of the abilities on a socketable hotbar would have been yeah. Yeah. a dozen times wow, better yeah. than it's than the... But There's they weren't... But you, couldn't have, but you couldn't have done that on an Xbox, right? Sure. Yeah, the yeah that like having to having to click off to clear your whole action bar because you yeah. made a mistake was super annoying, and there I would get into certain states and I don't know what was going on where it just wouldn't let me put anything in the action bar. So the way that you get out of that is you 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 cue an attack and then you uncue the attack and then you can put other abilities in the. Huh. That's that is how I figured out how to deal yeah. with that situation. Like it wouldn't let you. Like if you if you see a dude and it switches into combat mode and you're like, oh fuck, I need to force valor and then cure and then flurry that dude. You can't. Oh, you have no. to like this you have to like different. flurry and then unflurry I, and then force valor and I, then cure so, and like, then flurry. I was in a situation where I had the little action bar up oh. and nothing I did would go, would actually go into hmm. the hmm. bar. Like it just it was ignoring my commands. I was like, what the fuck? Super frustrating. You know, for being for being one of the earliest that I'm aware of, weird hybrid turn-based and real-time combat systems wasn't so bad. Yeah. No. I I was really worried that you were your sort of prediction that I wouldn't like it was gonna come true. And I I got used to it pretty quickly. I kinda I kinda liked it. I mean, I like it's it seemed like a nice combination between having control over your stuff, but also if this was a fight that you didn't have to worry about, you didn't have to click in attacks, mm. and you you could just watch your character win that fight. True, that's true. God, I saw I saw an image on Reddit today that was like something I wish I had known when I played Fallout New Vegas, and it was like if you see a Casador. Go into vats and shoot its wings. And I'm like, fuck. That huh. never, ever what occurred is it, to me. Cazador? There are these giant mosquitoes that are always way higher level than you and are huge motherfuckers yeah. that you have to waste all your ammo on or get killed a bunch of times in a row. But apparently you just shoot their wings off. Yeah. Wow, I never thought of that either. Yeah. And then they just fall on the ground. Apparently. And can just do I don't whatever. know. I don't know. But apparently that's the trick. Huh. Or I just got trolled. 
Trolt. <laughs> yeah. Ah. Okay, well, we don't have time to play another 900-hour video game for next assignment because we're going to be dicking around at Phoenix Comic Con. Yes. Um, so what we are going to do is play a thing that, uh, if you are not terrible at video games, will only take a couple hours for us to play through, Okay. Uh, which is Bionic Commando for the NES. <laughs> yeah, I know. Now you're, now you're under all this pressure. Um, this is one of my favorite games from when I was a kid. Yeah, and I want you guys to experience it and see. If is you there feel a grappling the hook? There is. All right, there is a grappling sold. hook instead yeah. of jumping. Cool. I, I do. Yeah. I do enjoy a grappling hook. Mm-hmm. Um, and it works way better than the grappling hook in Super Metroid. Cool. Good. Yeah. So that's what we are going to do, Kevin. If somebody wanted to uh, send us a listener's mail, they could tweet at us at VG Hot Dog. They could email us vghotdog at gmail they can check out our forums, uh, accessible via link at videogameshotdog.com. If somebody wanted to back our Kickstarter, they could be Alexander Silber. Thanks, Alexander Silber. Or they could be John C. Worsley. Thanks, John C. Worsley. Or they could be The Gun Run. <laughs> hey, what's up, The Gun Run? How's it going? I've been seeing all of your tweets from this Xbox thing that we don't give a shit about. I, I think hope he, that's working out great for you. I think he you. might be streaming some, uh, some Word Realms. He might be streaming some Word Realms. Kevin, nice. if somebody wanted to buy our video game, Word Realms, how would they do that? They would go to wordrealms.com and click on the giant glowing flashing buy now button. Um, I don't think it glows or flashes. flashes. No, and it's not that You giant. could blink your eyes a lot while staring at it. Uh, JS Games just emailed me asking if they could uh, review it. Nice. Wait, really? Yeah. That's weird. So, and I, Why is I went weird? to JS Games today for the first time in a really long time. Yeah. Yeah. And you know who I saw there? Andrew Schultz, whose name has 13 <laughs> unique letters. And I was like, wait a minute, aren't you one of our Kickstarter backers? And he said, I think you might be confusing me with Gulo Gulo, but yes, I am one of your Kickstarter backers. Gulo Gulo has the opposite of 13 yeah, and then I said, And then I said, Gulo Gulo, how many unique letters are in your name? And he said, one, two, three, <laughs> four. And I was like, why did it take you so long to count those? And he said, well, I'm not smart, like Kickstarter backer Monk or Kickstarter backer Pateraven. In fact, I'm not even I'm not even smart enough to say Pateraven because that's what is that's weird. You know, I think uh, Kickstarter backer Cat Cobb is going to be like, you know, it's going to take you guys still even at this rate <laughs> a bajillion years to finish. You know, Kickstarter backer Paul St. Clair begs to differ because he says, "I, Paul St. Clair, am fast at doing cool shit like backing a cool Kickstarter or saying a bunch of names like Grimdell, Fomar0153." And maybe something about Scully's mom. It's always about Scully's mom. Adam MB. Thanks, Kickstarter backer Adam MB. Thanks, Kickstarter backer Swaglodite the Smelly Hobo. Wow. <laughs> Who do you think would win in a fight between Swaglodite the Smelly Hobo and Mr. Lieutenant Timebonkers? Oh, Mr. Lieutenant Timebonkers. I think you're right. <laughs> no contest. All right, well... Uh, everybody, Kevin, if somebody wanted to listen to the next episode of Video Games Hot Dog, how would yeah. they do that? Uh, probably do it uh, very similarly to the way that they do it now, which is uh, have it appear in their feed. And then they would go to iTunes and review it because that's the kind of person that they are. They'd give us some stars or a star or yeah, whatever. They'll be so excited yeah. about episode number 104 <laughs> that they will give us a review on iTunes. Yeah. <laughs> 
You know what? You know what I would review uh, if I if I went to <laughs> iTunes. What I would say is, you know what I really appreciate is these guys not being enslaved to uh, the weird like like talking about the the sort of like technical and administrative aspects of the podcast as they do it. They don't like announce when one segment is over and when the next segment is beginning. And, you know, a lot of the time they don't even bother ending... (laughs) 